This episode is brought to you by Daniela Falecki's Teacher Wellbeing Cards. These 52 cards give you simple daily reminders to help better support your well-being. You can use them in staff meetings to build positive conversations or have them in your desk as little pieces of advice to help you get through the day. Find these cards and Daniela's other resources at teacher-wellbeing.com.au. This is the Teacher Wellbeing Podcast, a weekly show to help you prioritize your health, happiness and well-being so that you can thrive in the classroom and in life. I'm your host, Ellen Ronalds Keane. Enjoy the podcast. Hi, everyone, and welcome back. In this episode, you will hear part two of my interview with Gigi Langer. Uh, So if you haven't already, go back and listen to last week's episode, which is uh, episode four of season four, because that's the first half of today of the conversation that you will hear today. Uh, But before we get to it, I wanted to briefly share the review of the week, the iTunes review of the week, which is was a one word review from somebody uh, whose iTunes name is Glenfern. And Glenfern said of the Teacher Wellbeing podcast, inspirational. And that was it. That's the review. So thank you because uh, every review does actually help more people find the podcast. And if you want to leave a review for the podcast, it will help spread this message of happy, healthy teachers so that we can create happy, healthy schools and happy, healthy communities. So Gigi Langer is today's guest. She holds a PhD in psychological studies in education and a master's in psychology. And as a professor, she won several awards for her teaching and wrote four books for educators, as well as hundreds of articles on professional growth. Um, As a person in recovery, Gigi hasn't had a drink or a drug for over 30 years, although she does say she occasionally overindulges in chocolate and novels. And I certainly can appreciate that. And She has written another book now, which is called 50 Ways to Worry Less Now, Reject Negative Thinking to Find Peace, Clarity and Connection. And it was published this year in February by Possum Hill Press. So this is part two of my conversation with Gigi, and we discuss some really excellent techniques from her book, including an acronym that I absolutely love. Uh, And also in the interview, I promised to check if her book is available on amazon.com.au And it is. And I also found it on booktopia.com.au. So lots of options for us here in Australia to find her book. Uh, And speaking of books, we also discussed three of the most powerful books I've ever read. And I was so pleased that Gigi has also found them transformational in her own life. Uh, Regular listeners and followers will not, not be surprised by these three titles, but they, of course, are my book recommendations for the week, as well as Gigi's great book. And they are Self-Compassion by Kristen Neff, The Dance of Anger by Harriet Lerner, and of course, The Highly Sensitive Person by Dr. Elaine Aaron. All of them, I think, are super powerful reading for teachers as we, you know, reflect on how we show up in the classroom for our students, but equally and probably more importantly for your own personal lives. Absolutely amazing. Um, So I recommend all of these uh, and Brene Brown's books as well. I recommend them all the time. So, you know, I'm sure it's not a surprise for those of you who've been following me for a while. Uh, And if you haven't read them yet, what are you doing? Like, they are so good. Get them. 
And just especially for you, the listeners of the Teacher Wellbeing podcast, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you a chance to check out their service. Um, And I really personally recommend Audible. I've been using them for a decade now. And all of those book titles, so Self-Compassion by Kristen Neff, The Dance of Anger by Harriet Lerner, and The Highly Sensitive Person by Dr. Elaine Aaron, they're all available on Audible. So you can download your pick, or you can, of course, pick any other audiobook for free by trying Audible today uh, at audibletrial.com forward slash teacher wellbeing. So that's audibletrial.com forward slash teacher wellbeing for your free audiobook. All right, here is part two of my episode with Gigi. Uh, And we start in the middle of a conversation, obviously, and we're talking about cognitive coaching. And just at the end of the last episode, we're talking about how Australia doesn't necessarily have a kind of uh, culture of, of professional development and therapy and coaching the way, you know, America does. But I think it's growing here. And Gigi talks about why cognitive coaching is so powerful, because it helps you access your own wisdom and realize that you do have the power and the resources to help yourself. Enjoy this interview with Gigi Langer about ways to worry less. Coaching is an educational supervision model. And the essence of it is you don't walk in and watch the teacher and tell them how it went. You artfully use questions so that the teacher is able to look at whatever evidence they've asked you to gather and draw their own conclusions. And it develops the teacher's own reflection and inquiry skills so they so that we become autonomous in coaching ourselves yes what meaning am i making of this where so anyway those those helpful friends will help you access your own wisdom and you know kind of get you unglued from the ceiling lower your stress level and reassure you that you do have the resources you know they might uh, a good friend of mine might might suggest that I go listen to a particular guided meditation on, say, self-compassion. You know, they might just say, boy, you have a lot on your plate right now. You know, maybe you need a little break. And and I love the self-compassion work that Krista Neff does. Powerful stuff. For those of us who think we're Wonder Woman and, uh, <laughs> and need yep. to, uh, when we crash and burn, <laughs> give ourselves a little understanding. It's very That's helpful. right. Yeah. Oh, that's really, really powerful. I, and I, I really love that growth partner term in the book because. Oh, good. Uh, and just the acknowledgement that sometimes if you, you know, it's all well and good to say you need to ask for help. You need to share your troubles with someone. You know, you don't have to do it all alone. But if you reach out to the wrong person or you share it with the wrong person, it can actually make you feel worse. Um, exactly. So you, you need to be selective about who you uh, choose to share certain information with. And, and you also use the term a healthy friend. So somebody that, yeah, can help you in a healthy manner rather than leave you feeling um, worse. And I also really love the point you made about, you know, might, might surprise people, but your family is not necessarily, uh, <laughs> in fact, probably not at all the best place to go because there's just too many layers of other stuff there. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and likewise with the romantic, romantic liaisons, they're not the best people either. <laughs> yeah, because there's just too many other layers of, stuff and and not enough objectivity um yeah you know i don't know how much more time you want to spend with this but um we could talk a little about um how to identify our whispered lies i'd love that i I use 
Yeah, and, and because I really also, yeah, is it the HALT exercise, the acronym? Uh, well, that's the other one. Other well, one. let's do both. I think okay. we can. So, <laughs> you know those days when we wake up and we can tell that our brain is just spewing out negativity? And there might be many reasons for that, some invented and some not, but basically that's the state I wake up in, right? And it happens. So this idea, and we all have heard of journaling and used it, but it's, it's kind of an interesting thing to do with yourself. I heard of someone who would jump on a trampoline and instead of writing down all his negative thoughts, he'd jump on the trampoline and he'd say them out loud. Wow. <laughs> Just to vent them, you know, and get them off like get them off of his chest by saying them and letting them go. But um, just writing them down in a journal, you know, I feel shitty today. <laughs> Pardon my friend. What am I telling myself? You know, and then let the pen run. You know, you've messed this up. You da 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 da. And kind of just look at the patterns. It's it's quite interesting because then it does two things. Number one, it puts it out of my head and on the paper. So now I have some distance. And distance gives me power because now I'm the observer of the thoughts. Well, if I can observe them, then I can change them, right? So that's one thing. You know, I'm no longer a victim of my thoughts. I've got them out there. I'm looking at them and I can make a choice about it. Mm, and they are not me. I am not exactly. my thoughts. They are there on the page and I'm over here. Exactly. Yeah. And then I can make a strong choice to do something with those thoughts. And Really, one of the easiest things to do is the golden key that I just taught you. So yeah. uh, there was a person sitting next to me at work who I got very jealous of because the students would come by and all be nice to her and everything. And I would, I would just get so jealous because <laughs> I was supposed to be the queen bee, right? You know, so, um, you know, I would have these negative thoughts about her. And every time I had one, I would say, my worth is established, well, in my, my, by spirit, okay? My worth is my own. And every time I had the thought, what, you know, why is she getting all that attention? My worth is established by my own self. You know, my, I am, I'm okay. So you can take a golden key phrase um, and make it the opposite of the negative phrase. So if I'm saying I'm never going to be able to deal with this parent, I could, every time I had that dread feeling of dealing with that parent, I could replace it with a positive affirmation. I'm communicating with Mrs. So-and-so in a positive, caring, and firm manner. And I have to tell you, there have been times when I've been working on my negative thinking where I have sticky notes <laughs> yeah. over with the positive, you know, reprogramming phrase. And it, it, it really works. Yeah, it does. And I really also liked with, with that example, with the parent, for example, you're not, it's not swapping it to be, um, this interaction is going to be beautiful and we're going to be best friends at the end of it. We're not, again, we're not going to that opposite extreme that is kind of equally untrue. We're actually just focusing on the reality. I'm communicating, you know, firmly and kindly or whatever and, and focusing on, on the kind of the achievable reality. And, and and in fact that what's within my control um one of the one of the statements that i use all the time and and you know regular listeners and followers of me will know this i have two sort of main ones one is i'm a person first and a teacher second and it just helps me remind myself uh in you know certainly in times when <laughs> when there are things going on at work that make me you know maybe if you feel like you haven't 
um, completed something to the best of your ability or the, the students are going wild and your, your behavior management strategies aren't working and you feel like a failure and all of that. No, I'm a person first. My worth is not from my teaching. It's from me as a person. And the other one is just I am enough already and always. I really add the already and always on the end because it's, it's just the qualifier of I don't have to do anything to earn being enough. But I know that, that that is a stretch for some people where they are and just focusing on something really practical like I'm communicating firmly and kindly is, is powerful. Well, and you know what's cool about the brain? It doesn't have to believe it. You can, <laughs> you can fake it till you make it. Affirmations are all about, I mean, if you look at all the neuroscience about the brain programming and those well-worn neural pathways, they just got worn into negative ruts because of habit. But we can reprogram them with positive things, with positive experience. I mean, it's very well documented. Yeah. 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 So we, we have a lot more um, control over who we are in our brains than we think we do. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's easier said than done, but it's a practice, isn't it? It's, it's again, it's not a one and done thing. It's not an overnight solution. Right. Magic pit. Yeah. If nothing changes, nothing changes. So yeah. I'm, I love this saying, I'm not to blame for my past. You know how people can do analysis paralysis. Well, I have low self-esteem because my mother always said, nah, 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 nah. okay, I'm not to blame for my past, but I am responsible to heal from it so that I can be today the person I want to be. Nothing is forcing me to be any other way than what I choose to be. It's really powerful. Yeah, it is. Well, yes, let's, I mean, let's shift gears slightly, but I sure. really, really like this acronym and teachers love acronyms. Oh, yeah, anyway. yeah. But you know, okay. this one I think it's particularly powerful. <laughs> so the other thing I can do when I'm, you know, part of this just requires kind of paying attention to yourself, tuning in occasionally. Am I tense? Am I unhappy? Am I worried? But when I file, find that I'm kind of depleted or negative and, and I can't think of any good, quote, reason, then I, I remember the word HALTS, H-A-L-T-S. So H stands for, and these are five questions you can ask yourself. Okay, I'm feeling really crummy. My first question is H, am I hungry? Oh, geez, I think I skipped lunch or I only had a quick something. And, you know, that's my responsibility to plan for. So I'm going to notice that I'm hungry and get something to eat or I'm going to prevent it by keeping some almonds in my desk drawer or, you know, those protein bars in my car, you know. Yep. <laughs> so that can really mess up my attitude, but it can it can be planned for and it can be solved. Um, so that's H. Then there's A for angry. Okay, so someone said something nasty to me or I'm angry about a policy at the school. Well, at least in the moment, what I can do with that is the golden key. Every time I think about that, I can say, well, maybe I don't know everything that's going on. Let it Let it be for now. You know, so sometimes that angry, and I have to say, I had a lot of therapy too, because I would get, I would get angry, but take it out on myself by biting my nails or something, you know, because I was too good of a girl to show my anger. Um, and so I, I had to learn 
to deal with my anger. Yeah, I really um I really recommend the book The Dance of Anger by Harriet isn't Lerner. It great, isn't yeah. it? Great. Yeah. Yeah, because we especially as women, yeah, we we've often been conditioned not to actually feel our anger or do anything about it if we are angry. The Dance of Anger. What's the author's name again? I never can remember. Harriet Lerner, L E R N E R. Great. So that's H and A. Yep. And L halts lonely. Am I feeling lonely? Well, you know, if I don't have any people in my corner who are healthy people with whom I can go and share what's going on with me, I am likely to feel lonely. Or if I'm, you know, acting and pretending all the time to be how people want, you know, I'll never feel like they just like me for me. So to get into a group of people who are healthy and growing is really a wonderful way to feel connected. Because I think there's nothing more lonely than being in a dysfunctional relationship. (laughs) And I know it well. Um, So then tired, H-A-L-T, tired. Am I tired? Well, maybe I didn't get enough sleep. Maybe I'm getting into my social media too late at night, which something I'm guilty of. Yeah. So have I, do I need more rest? Um, yeah. And then and most uh, of us do in the modern yeah. world. So the hungry, angry, lonely, tired. And then the last one is sick. Halts. Am I, am I sick? You know, some days I really am too depleted to go to work and I can give myself a sick day or I'm getting over something or I'm getting something coming down with yeah, yeah something yeah, yeah. Mm. and i just like those because then it gives me permission to be out of sorts and not be crazy you know it could be something just simple <laughs> and it's also real i mean some of those are really practical you know am i hungry like like we we're very good at recognizing that in little children you know toddlers yes, that, yes. that they get overtired or they're hungry and they they grizzle and um, we're very good at recognizing that. And, and as you say, giving sort of going, okay, well, that's why they're upset. I'm not going to take it personally though, you know, or doing something about it, planning to make sure we have snacks on hand so that they don't get grumpy in the middle of the, you know, car trip because they're hungry or whatever. We don't do it for ourselves. So just being really aware of that, but also the, as you said, that we don't have to feel good all the time. We can actually almost instead of resisting those those uncomfortable emotions actually kind of not embrace them and and let them take over our lives but kind of accept them and and acknowledge that they're there but then not not over identify with them either I really like that acronym yeah it's a it's a good one it helps me a lot yeah Mm. well I think we've got at least three really amazing tips um for for all teachers, not just early career teachers, to set themselves up for a thriving career and, uh, you know, a happy, healthy life. And, of course, if you want 47 other tips, then, then they should read your book <laughs> um, because it's very good. And uh, can you tell the listeners, Gigi, where they can find you and connect with you online? Oh, I would love that. Yeah, I, um, I have a blog and a website and a Facebook page, um, and those are the best places to find me. So my blog is gg, G-I-G-I, Langer, L-A-N-G-E-R, dot com. So that's easy, gglanger.com. 
and it lists on there where you can buy the book and so on. But it also has my blog and it, it tells you more about me and so on. Um, the book is stocked at Amazon and I don't know, I think it's also available in Amazon Australia. I don't know. Yep. But um, I will look it up and make sure I've uh, yeah, found that and, out. And I'll put all the links in the show notes yeah, as well. Thank you. And Barnes and Noble carries it also. And then, you know, if, if anyone's struggling with it, finding it, just, you know, go to my website and send me, you know, write a little comment and I'll, and contact me and I'll, I'll make sure you find some way to get it. <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah. yeah. And then Facebook, I have just my Facebook page, which is GG Langer. I'd be, I'd love to see you guys there. And, um, and then I have a, you know, GG Langer author, which is my Facebook book page. Yep. Great. <laughs> so those are the easiest ways to reach me. And, um, and I love interacting with people and, um, you know, continuing the conversation. So, and I'm retired now, so I have time to do that. And I find it really, <laughs> really gratifying. You know, it's why I wrote, wrote the book to start a dialogue, really. Yeah. A dialogue about a really, really, I mean, it's anxiety is such a common and yet misunderstood thing. I think it's, it's increasingly common that people will uh, acknowledge that they're feeling worried um, or that they have anxiety, but I think we don't always then uh, actually be very proactive about how we can uh, help ourselves and help each other in, in that. Right. Oh, Ellen, I can't leave without mentioning one more resource. It'll be quick. Um, the highly sensitive person. Oh, yeah. You know about it. Good. Elaine Aaron, yes. <laughs> good. Then, because I'm one of those, and I felt like Me this too. main, you know, I thought I was this high-maintenance person, and what was wrong with me? And it just turns out some of us are more sensitive to stress and overstimulation and so on. And once we learn that about ourselves, it's a good Absolutely. thing to know. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, that, yep, that, that's that was a huge part of my journey as well. And, uh, and, and also I think it's, it's important for everyone to understand because some of our students in our classes will be highly sensitive as well. Uh, and it's not just emotionally sensitive. It's also, you know, sensitive to lights or smells or, um, loud noises or, you know, for me, it's, it's certain, um, you know, like, movies and TV. I was just talking to my husband about it last night because he was watching Jurassic Park, you know, from ah. 1993, which is PG. <laughs> and I was like, no, thank you. I have seen it. It was, uh, it was actually our first date, but I did not enjoy the evening. But it wasn't because of him. It was because oh, of the funny dinosaurs. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, that I, when I discovered the highly sensitive person, I always felt that it made me well, I was glad to have it validated, but I, what I loved is that one out of five people is highly sensitive. And in the, in many civilizations, we are the highly prized and people who become the sages of the community later. That really helped me. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think, I think, I hope that that's, that's what you have become because I think you're sharing some really, really important stuff. So thank you so much for your time and your wisdom, Gigi. Oh, I've loved it, Ellen. I hope we can stay in communication. I would love that too. You too. All right. You too. Thanks for listening to the Teacher Wellbeing Podcast. If you've enjoyed it, go ahead and subscribe in your chosen podcast player so you don't miss an episode. 
I'd love it also if you would leave a rating and review in iTunes and share it with your friends. This really helps the podcast reach more people and together we can spread the message of teacher wellbeing to create thriving school communities. Show notes for this episode can be found at selfcareforteachers.com.au forward slash podcast. You can also find me at facebook.com forward slash selfcareforteachers and on Instagram my handle is at selfcareforteachers. So come along and follow me there. 